Yes, welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? Joined by your two favorite reindeer just trying to stay off Santa Carl's naughty list. I'm Christian Blatt. That right there is the EZ himself, Eric Zane. Hello, sir. My friend, how are you? And you're absolutely right. Got to stay under the radar. Let all that drama <laughs> with all the tough guy shows fight it out. And we'll just stay here, mind our own business, and be amazing. Yeah, I think uh, we do. You know, exactly. That's what we want to do. And you know what? If we can go into the Hall of Fame by being lifelong AAA players, uh, I think it'll be all right. You know hey. what I mean? I'll, I, I don't want to come up to the show. Let's stay right here where we're best, you know? Best job in football. Backup quarterback, hold the football, all the money, no the pay, and and none of the pain, all the chicks. Uh, it's it's fantastic. We are the uh, backup quarterbacks, and uh, I have no idea why Carl. Uh, sorry, why uh, Eric just put this uh, this chat on the screen. Uh, Eric, you know you're in charge of the super chats, and I don't know why you put that one up there. I'm not going to read it, okay? Because that's not my job. I don't read the super chats. Yeah, although. I did. Uh, I did pop on point dabble point on Friday, and uh, Carl pointed out that because I never read the super chats here, I had to read all the super chats on point dabble point. But uh, it's good. I need the practice. It's a skill. I have to be able to uh, build up that skill. But let's let everybody know how the super chats work before we dive into this week's clips, Eric. Yeah, and I, um, I still think people are kind of getting it, but you could do so much better. Think about all of the things going on in the world that we could make Christians say as a sign-off. I really want you to dig deep on making him uncomfortable because he's really kind of buttoned up. This is a pretty conservative fellow. So if you make him say something really ridiculous and you pay for it, the highest bidder uh, is going to be the sign-off for Christian, and then we can cancel him. All sorts of shit can be held over his head. So there you go. That's basically it. So the super chats are posted. Yes, I would. Uh, I would like nothing more than to have to say something on this show that got me uninvited from all Christmas proceedings outside right. of my own home. You know, yep. so please <laughs> help me out. Do what you can. Yep. Uh, conservative atheist podca uh, podcast says I'm a big Eric Zane fan, as I told him on Twitter after his first appearance on Who Are These Podcasts. Uh, and uh, conservative atheist, uh, this was actually the one I wanted to get. I thought the show was live at 6 p.m. Uh, what he's referring to is the potato. Cardiff Electric insists that the show I'm on is Who Are These Socials, despite the fact that I've repeatedly told him that I can see, I can read a room. Although Blind Mike Geary has joined us, I'm not him. But anyway. All true. All true. <laughs> and and things to be considered in the, uh, in the considered dialogue in the of this show. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we really need to consider, though, is uh, just diving right into local news. Others imitate it. We appreciate it. So. Obviously, Eric, on this show, we play uh, a lot of clips, especially in the local news arena where people kind of uh, misspeak and then they start laughing. And uh, usually it's pretty funny. Would you agree? It's usually uh, fairly enjoyable for those of us watching at home. Yeah, I think so. As if it's genuine and real, yeah. you know, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes it, I feel like you need to be there in the room. And it's genuine and real, uh, maybe just for those people. And sometimes just someone else laughing. It's infectious. It'll make you laugh. 
Uh, uh-huh. You let me know yeah. when uh, when the infection grabs you in this clip from Sacramento. This morning, visibility down to a quarter of a mile in the Fairfield area. So if you're heading out to perhaps catch a flight in San Francisco, uh, you run into a little bit of disability or disability visibility <laughs> issues. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Disability. Oh, come on. That's okay. There's also a lot happening in studio. I, I got distracted. And our right. boss, by the way, just showed up. So now a second lady. Oh, Can't no. She said disability. Yeah, yeah look at the no. third okay. lady. Yeah, she's turning her back to the camera because it's just okay. too funny. Okay. It's not that okay, funny. Bye. Good day, Sacramento. <laughs> This is how your day starts. Yeah, she's like, no, no, no. oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I can pull it together. Can you pull it together? Okay, pull it together. Tracy also just came in. There's a lot happening. Okay. Oh, Tina, no more trees. Okay. No more trees. <laughs> okay. We are talking about people, by the way, traveling. The- yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it catches on, and the three of them, and I was just like, all right, look, Eric, as we've established on this show, I, I'm like first in line to laugh at disabilities, and I think you're right there next to me, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think she made a mistake. There's plenty of disabilities in San Francisco. <laughs> just walk down the goddamn street. Yeah, we, we showed Ron DeSantis holding up that disability map, all those people who can't hold on to their bowels. You know, if you <laughs> missed last week's show, that's going to be a little bit less funny, but that's all right. That's why you should watch every week. Like, you, uh, you should like know. Seth- you should know. Yeah, like Seth Meyers says, you have to watch every episode of everything right, right. he does to uh, be able to enjoy any of it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, and that's kind of what struck me is just how hard they were laughing. And it was right. it was just disability. Look, if if she said, like, fuck truck instead of dump truck, all right, that's great. <laughs> Everybody should be laughing. But she just said disability, you know. Uh, you know, if only we had that type of reaction with uh, uh, Captain We Too Low, Holy Fook, Bang Ding Ow from that Asiatic Air. Uh, uh, remember the, the the clip? I think we've talked about it on yeah. here. If only if we had that type of reaction, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> if, if, if only we had it. Uh, our next clip shows how versatile some of these uh, local broadcasters can be. Uh, we're going to have to talk through a little bit of it because our uh, our audio audience is going to miss some of uh, what's funny about it at first. So this guy walks up to the board. There's not a problem with my clip, but he clicks on his microphone. Okay, let's try the microphone again, Eric. You know okay. that move. Okay. He's like, all right, so I've clicked it. Let's go ahead. You think a third time is going to help clicking on here? Okay. And instead, he's like, all right, I guess I'm just going to have to gesture that he's it's going to be with windy. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's 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 either giving blowies in the parking lot or it's going to be windy. I'm not sure which one. And he said the rain's coming. Oh, and look how cold he tells us it's going to be. <laughs> he's uh he definitely took like a mime class at the community no, college when you were great. Nope. And then they they give him almost a little mic. Two. There we go. There it is. Listen, something just blew up in the back. So, here we go. <laughs> uh but uh, thankfully, I'm a good mimer. <laughs> 52, we've got some morning showers that'll be wrapping up by midday with sunshine late today. Northeast wind at 5 to 10. Okay. Okay. God's in the back. More is this going to work? Can we start the show? He wants to know if he can start. Okay. 13 News this morning starts right now. Okay. Live local now. Yes. That was fucking, he was handed a plate of shit. Yep. Son of a bitch. 
he did something with it. That is, that's, you know, what he lacks in appearance because he's ugly, he makes up for in the sheer ability to think on his feet. That's not easy <laughs> to do. I would have just freaked out and ran away. So I, I actually give that guy yeah. credit. And how many clips have we seen either on this show or just in general where something goes wrong and then it's just deer in the headlights? This guy's like, all right. Yes. I am going to make lemonade out of these lemons. And by the way, don't uh, be too critical on uh, the gentleman's appearance. That's in West Virginia. So I believe he's a West Virginia six, just okay. like our buddy Carl is yeah. a Rochester eight. And, uh, uh, and Vinny, by the way, Vinny Paulino is a Rochester seven. So, you know, it, it, all the, there's a sliding scale, you know. Um, I'm a Los Angeles negative four in case you were. Oh, come on. That's not true. You're a very Uh, handsome man. Give me a break. Positive two. How about that? (laughs) Conservative atheist throws a buck 99, but still not getting it. Doesn't like write anything for you to say. I don't know why this is so fucking hard. Thank you so much for the money. (laughs) But I mean, make him say something. That's what you got to do. Yeah, let's let's get into a fight with the super chatters. <laughs> I know, I love it. Thank you so much. But write something. In fact, you can even give us another one that you want that you want Christian to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, if no one beats you, uh, that would be next. <laughs> Dust cloud. Stephen Hawking is her comedian superhero for a buck ninety nine. I guess he's what? I don't get it. What is he doing? Well, so he's referencing the uh, the disability making her laugh so hard. So saying okay. that uh, Stephen Hawking would be I got a it. Uh, superhero. Yeah. Now I get uh, it. So I'm going to follow that clip up with a perfect example of uh, someone who just can't roll with it. Uh, this clip is uh, from a little while ago, but it comes from a friend. Now, Carl knows who this friend is, but uh, the friend would like to not be identified. Uh, so uh, a friend shares some really great clips with us. And uh, let's let's see what's going on with old Rosie Woods here. She's got 20 seconds to shine here. As well as what other supporters are saying and why they're now uh, actually uh, becoming. Uh-huh. I'll get to it in about 30 minutes. Live in Warwick, Rosie Woods, Eyewitness News. Oh, I'll get to it in about 30 minutes. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Move over. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to uh, title this episode, <laughs> I'll get to it in 30 minutes, but then uh, we're going to have a clip at the end of the show that uh, took the title away from her. But uh, I'll get to it in 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that is fantastic. Uh, thank yeah. you again to conservative atheist. Those are another oh, so buck ninety nine for a buck ninety nine. We can promote his show. I think that's what he wants us to do. That's fine. Oh, wow, that's know? nice. Okay, now now I get it. Now now yeah. we're getting it. All right. Okay. Thank you very yeah. much. Exactly. All right. <laughs> uh, we don't uh, do a lot uh, internationally, but uh, you know, wherever you live, local news is local news. So uh, this is an Australian broadcast uh, talking about a petition that was started by a British boy. All right. You can follow all of this. And uh, it is uh, it it falls under the local news umbrella, though. So let's see what they have to say. The English schoolboy Teddy Cottle is a legend and an activist. He's launched a petition calling on Apple to make big changes to the nerd emoji. Ten-year-old Teddy believes it's offensive and insulting. It gives the wrong impression of people who wear glasses. So he's come up with his own emoji, replacing the toothy grin with a little smile. Not got the stupid teeth, it's got a little grin, and it's got a nicer name, the genius emoji. You got anything you want to say to Teddy, Eric? Oh, I hope someone smashes him right in the head for this bullshit. 
All, all I could hear when I heard him is, what a fucking nerd. Sit down, Waldo. All right? <laughs> you know, it's just... God damn it. If we tried to do that when we were kids, you know, get like a little uppity. I mean, it, we wouldn't even make it out the fucking front door. You know, it just it would it'd be horrible. I mean, I, I don't know about I don't want to speak for you, but I, I feel like your parents probably would have been like mine is like, no, you're you're not going on TV and talking yeah. about this bullshit. No, you're going to embarrass no. you're going to embarrass the family and yeah. yourself. Shut the yeah. fuck up. You're already enough of an embarrassment, Teddy. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 not do any more damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, I uh, have been promising this for a few weeks, Eric. It is a return to our friend and yours, Julie Baker. Oh, you, I love you. Had a, you, yes. you did have a super chat though that I didn't see until yes, this time, so yes, thank you. Uh, as we get ready for that, Kelly Riddle says, sorry for the other week, Christian for five bucks, uh, is swear. I thought Charlie Chaplin was German. Yes. I, I swear. I thought Charlie Chaplin was German, I I think is what they're trying to say. All right. So Julie Baker, as we know, is the zany morning correspondent in uh, Colorado Springs. And uh, they had her, and, and by the way, on Julie's Instagram and YouTube, there's a nine-minute version of this clip. I've broken it up into three. I've done what I can. Oh, that was a great one, though. Get that comment in there. Uh, <laughs> sorry, good. sorry, we're bouncing around a little bit, but the previous story had the toothy emoji with the glasses. The greater good says that is now known as the Carl emoji. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, so uh, Julie was covering uh, there was a a fundraiser that was uh, happening at uh, a a local uh, tattoo shop, tattoo parlor. I don't know. I don't have any ink. Do you have any ink, Eric? Uh, One. Just one. Okay. I don't I don't have any. So I don't know. I don't know where one gets that. But uh, somebody in the chat, tell me what a loser I am because I don't know where somebody gets a tattoo. So they're talking to Julie. And I think jokingly, a little bit earlier in the morning, they suggested she get a tattoo. And then uh, let's let's see what she has to say about it. Morning. Am I going to get peer pressured into getting a tattoo on live TV? Do it. Do it. Do it. No. Oh, I told you I can't commit. There's still time. Anything. There's still time. Maybe it'll happen. What about Chris? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Will Chris get tattooed behind the camera? Chris, shake us a yes or no. No! Sir, cameraman's not getting a tattoo. He's getting married next year. That's the permanency that he oh, is. Oh, really? To. What? I'm here to tell you a secret, Chris. <laughs> Marriage? It can be done with $2,500 and a divorce lawyer. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, I'm kidding. By the way, I think she might have been talking to you directly, Eric. <laughs> she said... <laughs> She said that uh, you can fix a marriage with $2,500 and a divorce lawyer. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, she knows you're a fan is what I'm getting at. But right. Uh, all right. So, you know, there's the talk. She's it, really not having listen. it. And uh, we fast forward to a little bit later. Julie's in the chair. They're talking to her. And, uh, listen, this huh? is what I've been saying what? the whole time. Huh? You better come to me quick or the tattoo's going to be over because it's so huge. It's a massive, massive wrist sleeve. Look, well, let's see it. Let's TV. see it. Is it happening? Chris, show Chris, go down show to the it. tattoo. God, Chris, show it. Her arm, oh, oh. Do you have any ink? Yeah, I got it. I got ink. <gasps> Look she's how hard. T- I, she's you guys should know. I don't think I have the right tattoo. now. I just can't believe. I don't can't believe where I'm at in life. I'm so proud of me. I can't either. Me is proud of me. 
Yeah, and uh, just uh, because of the lighting or whatever, you can't actually see it. It's yeah, apparently it like, like a blue flame. They they zoomed in, and for whatever reason, you couldn't see it, probably because she's bleeding from her arm. Right, that's but, really uh, bad. It looks terrible. It doesn't look great, but uh, she's very proud of herself. And uh, let's finish up this clip before we get to the final one. Uh, she's uh, She's in a real moment in her life, I think. Because I've been doing some wild things lately, <laughs> jumping out of planes. I went a solo trip to Italy. <laughs> I'm dating a really cute guy, sort of, but really, really, I don't know what's going on. David, thank you for being here. Boo. All right. <laughs> dating a really cute guy, but, uh, you know, the rest of it sounds good. And and come on, I, I doubt that anal's a new thing in uh, on Julie's menu. You know, yeah. I, like... <laughs> uh, I, I, I think one of the things about this crew is... I don't know. The ban the banter is everyone's talking at the same time. It's even yeah. more awkward than you and I. And uh it, 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 it makes us look like the today show. Yeah. And uh I'm Al Roker for obvious reasons. Uh, well, the uh Craig is the guy back in the studio. He really latched onto what she said about the guy, though. So uh this is the important thing to know. One, she got a tattoo, and let's just see where she's at. I, f I feel like Julie might be vulnerable, but uh I don't know. <laughs> you decide. I mean, Julie. guys, I'm pretty hardcore. I'm thinking about buying a motorcycle later. <laughs> hey, let's get to the big story. Talked about Sue's gift, the tattoo. Mm -hmm. I thought this is all great. What about this guy you're dating? <laughs> where did this come from? <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. I just thought it'd be funny to throw in there. It's probably not going to go anywhere. Who is this guy? I just thought it'd be funny to throw. I hope it's not that. I hope it's not the, it's not the asshole with that hair. Into your webs. You mean the the uh, the douche on the left? Look at uh, that fucking hair on that asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all know which emoji he would like to uh, replace. <laughs> oh, no. God damn. Yeah. He cut it that way and said, this looks good. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, un unlike uh, some of our friends, he doesn't get called a fruit because of the filter he uses on the internet. Oh. Or into your web. Shut up, Ryan! <laughs> don't, don't give it away! Is this the, is this the neuro guy that flew into town for you? Wow! Wow! Oh, I don't know. Oh. It is, and he speaks five languages. Did I make him up? Maybe. <laughs> I just like how involved in her life they all are. That's uh, that's part of the reason that I love Julie. And you're right. They do all talk at the same time. And I think that's because she's out uh, on remote, you know. Yeah. But uh, so I want to know, are you at all intrigued that your girl Julie got a, a, a tattoo or the fact that you can't see it? Uh, does um, that work against her? I'm just intrigued by Julie because I think she's yeah. really cute. But I just I don't I don't like her on that show. Yeah, I think she's she actually can be kind of funny, but. I don't know if in that dynamic of all that screaming at each other is 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 good. I right. I just so don't like it. What you need is is her to uh, either uh, come by this show or the Eric Zane show. I would love her to be on her. I would treat her with respect, no anal jokes. And well, she probably I was going to say I did just say that she's been doing anal for years. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to help. I think she'd actually roll with it. I think she would take the energy that's given and would like respond. I don't yeah. know. I think she's I think she's pretty good. Well, I want to know what the uh, audience thinks, because uh, obviously we do what they want. Uh, do we want more Julie Baker? Do we want to try and see this fucking tattoo at some point? Because they sure didn't have it in the nine minutes that I scoured through it. I know. What, it. Hey, I'll tell you what. I, I know what I want. My man. Sit down, <laughs> Zumok. My man. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, is that really yeah. him? I hope it is. I hope Was it that is. That avatar has a chin, so I'm fairly sure that's actually not Chad. 
But uh, and by the way, we have 74 Chad. people. Please okay. be Chad. Please, please be Chad. <laughs> Just knowing that Chad is in the audience, if that's Chad, would I would sit up taller. I would I would have a pep in my step, knowing yeah. that Chad is enjoying the show. That is, I mean, fantastic. The, please, the, the the day early on when we got snipe streamed by Stutt Show. I mean, that's still one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah. If if Chad decides to snipe stream us, uh, it would be an honor and a privilege, and really painful to watch. You know, again, we, that- yeah. We're the B team. We're the C team. We know that. We're not up there with the yeah. big guns like Chad. Okay. Yeah. We can't we can't compete with that. Yeah. No, we we didn't place fourth in Florida's funny comedian competition. You know, so, we didn't even come close. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I again I, I pray that it is. I hope it is. Well, we can hope that it is, but uh, what we can also hope for is uh a little little visit to the world of politics and uh Let's let's hear our little song here. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? Now, I think a lot of people uh, in the country are not really looking forward to the fact that, uh, I mean, we're just a few weeks away from a presidential election year, especially this presidential election year, another Biden Trump. I think it's going to be great for this show, Eric. <laughs> we can we can talk another time how it would be for the country either way, but uh, I think we're going to get some good stuff out of it. But I do want to remind people there are alternatives to those two. And I think even you aren't familiar with this alternative. As, as well-read as you are, I would like you to meet Paperboy Love Prince. We need to spread love all across the world in a real way and take that very, very seriously. If you had war, I mean, some people, when they just hear shooting outside, they get afraid and it's not a war. They're not coming for you. You you get afraid. If there's an actual war on your soil, on your home, it's the most terrifying thing. But love, inspiration. I mean, if we actually tried that, if we put $800 billion into spreading love to folks, into supporting citizens in a way that start. So $800 billion uh, funneled towards love. I mean, what could go wrong with that? What do you you think is, uh, there's a lot to dissect here. And I I apologize to our audio audience that is uh, going to miss the fact. So his name is Paperboy Love Prince. He's got those glasses. He's got that turban. If you have to pick, where do you start? Which of these things is most ridiculous to you, Eric? I think the most ridiculous thing is that C-SPAN said, yes, let's put him (laughs) on. Because every presidential election is full of assholes who do this exact same thing. And basically, all you need to do is wander around your house, make a costume like this dick did. Is that a Game Boy around his neck? Am I looking at a <laughs> at a Game Boy DS around his neck? It's really strange. <laughs> I believe it. Well, if I had to guess, it's a Game Boy Color, if you know oh. what I mean. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you just you just go on there and you you talk a little shit and and you're and you're on C-SPAN. That's that to me is the most ridiculous thing about this. Well, what of course is ridiculous is uh I, I think even Paperboy Love Prince 
knows that uh, he's never going to be president. And uh, I also think that uh, the four losers that took the stage in Alabama also know that they're not going to be president. I mean, three of them, there's like a 0% chance. Uh, One of them, it's like a you know, half percent chance. But um, I I assume that uh, not everybody took the time to watch the GOP candidates debate, which this is the end of the year. I think this might be the last one of these we get. So I want to enjoy it, but uh, I do have an image that summarizes the way that the evening went. There's our buddy Vivek holding up a sign that says Nikki equals corrupt. Wow. And it looks like he just whipped it out there and just said, hey, here we go. This is how I'm going to prove my point. Yeah. Uh, By just drawing that on his uh, on his little sheet of paper there, his notepad. He's like, I wasn't even prepared with this. Uh, And uh, speaking of uh, Nikki Haley at the debate early on, uh, she gave us some really interesting TikTok math that I want to see if you can follow. We really do need to ban TikTok once and for all. And let me tell you why. For every 30 minutes that someone watches TikTok every day, they become 17% more anti-Semitic, more pro-Hamas based on them. <laughs> we now know that 50% of adults 18 oh, to 25 think that Hamas was warranted in what they did with Israel. Uh, so uh, 30 minutes makes you 17 percent. Uh, I, I just want to know if uh, she has the numbers on uh, who are these podcasts. Right. Uh, right. What percentage of uh, listening to that uh, makes you uh, more. Uh, yeah. So this was uh, like on a stage. This is be- I think this is before Vivek said corrupt. Uh, he po- probably could have written, uh, you know, Nikki equals, I don't know, idiot. I mean, uh, am I going too far here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the fact that you she she threw that out. And there's absolutely no way anybody could ever quantify that in a million years. There, there, it's yeah. just impossible to do. And and that there are probably people that watched that and said, and were convinced that with that comment, that she is going to get their vote. Uh, enough people will believe that, that it yeah. will have impact. And that's frightening. Yeah. I mean, look, we all know it's 18%. I mean, that's the actual math, you know, and I don't know. She didn't carry a one or something. Uh, uh, our uh, our guy. Well, you know, he's, he's never been your guy. My guy, Vivek, uh, he really leaned into Nikki Haley uh, during the course of the debate. So much so that uh, none other than Chris Christie decided to do what we call white knighting Nikki Haley. I want to say something else. We're now 25 minutes into this debate. And he has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence, not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions. She wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three-year-old could find. Look, if you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this. I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. (laughs) And while we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the United States, what we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman. You should stop insulting her. So I'm going to take this. So, uh, you know, Nikki was really excited about the math earlier. Uh, What were the uh, percent chance that Nikki Haley was going to fuck Chris Christie before he said that? And what was the percent chance after he said that? Eric, I'll uh, I'll hang up and take my answer off the air. If she said, I am now 18% more wet since you said that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is great, Christian. Well done.
Thank you. Thank you for letting me tag it. <laughs> we've got a uh, we've got a couple of uh, super chats to catch up on before I get to uh, a more scintillating Chris Christie talk. Yes, uh, Count Connor with the uh, Ricardo Montalban avatar four ninety nine where Christian grew up. It only cost five bucks to spread love. That Thank is true. <laughs> this is absolutely he, uh, true, Eric. <laughs> he, he also said this is so New Hampshire for uh, Prince. What's his face? Paperboy Prince or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Riddle, two bucks, no shoelies, no peace. <laughs> and, well, that's uh, a $2 comment, so I won't be signing off on that. But nope, uh, nope. Oh, Count Eric Connors back again. Yes, uh, says, I watch TikTok and now hate Goldberg. So. See? Yeah. You know, I look, I watch TikTok and I hate Bob Dylan. Uh, or no, that's because he's terrible. All right, so it's a bad example, I guess. And then there's, uh, she saw Chris Christie's beach photos. That made her 17% more dry <laughs> oh fuck yes that's great more dry oh my gosh uh i'm really gonna miss chris christie i hope he runs for president every four years you know yeah uh, i like the rest him of his life yeah. he just seems like a, a a very interesting dude you know i mean he could i don't know why he wastes his time with all this that this guy could, would do a great podcast i think i really do well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's in the cards for him in uh, 2024. Uh, he also, you know, he defended Nikki Haley a moment ago, but he also very actively uh, went after Vivek. And I think he said something that everybody on the stage is thinking. OK, you Tell say this, you, you do this, you do this at every debate. You go out on the stuff and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to say exactly what, what I, I said. Chris. I'm not I'm done yet. Well, this now is now. Look, this is, and he's not, he's not how many times do you wow. think uh, Chris Christie uh, has uh, yelled at someone? I'm not done yet. Oh you know, my god! Every, yeah, every time they try to get up from a lunch table, or it's uh, like he's talking to his little brown child. <laughs> yeah, what are those kids you can sponsor for like fifty cents yeah. a day? <laughs> just hey, just for the price of a cup of coffee, you can sponsor yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy's okay. uh, national campaign. <sighs> this is the fourth debate, the fourth debate that you would be voted in the first twenty minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for a while. Shut up! He tells him to shut up. Shut up! Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck! I love that guy. Uh, I know, I know you do, uh, but uh, Vivek is uh, not going to take this uh, sitting down. He's he's uh, he's going to respond. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah, race. Uh, I mean, okay. enjoy a nice meal. Uh, you know, the uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to give a partial credit for the uh, the only foreign policy, you know, is closing a bridge from New York to New Jersey. Uh, I, I like that. But uh, tell him to have a nice meal. Uh, I think you can see it in Christie's face. He's like, wait a minute. Has have people noticed that I'm fat? <laughs> it's like the <laughs> first right. time, you know. Remember last week we had a clip where he's like, no, I, I weigh 90 pounds less than I did during Hurricane yes. Sandy. Yes. And uh, the interviewer was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about God, what a mess you were. Oh, God. Uh, so this happens in the commercial break after that. 
and uh, there is no audio to it, so I'll describe it for our audio audience. But uh, Christy approaches Megan Kelly, who's one of the moderators, and uh, she is right there. Uh, and I can't tell if it's uh, not playing. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. It's it's only like 10 seconds. All right. So, so he goes up there, and uh, you can see in his face he's not very happy. He's saying something, and Megan Kelly's just like all right, dude, you know, come on. People are going to say right. things about you that are mean. And I don't know. I might be reading a little bit into this, but uh, when they come back, uh, she asks a very pointed question of Chris Christie. So I think, okay. I think, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of dishing it out and, uh, and, and whether or not they can take it. You said that you got into this race just to stop president Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25 your best state is New Hampshire, and even there, two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump, and voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much. Yeah, well, look, Megan, um, it's... It honestly doesn't matter what he says after that. Right, right. <laughs> that was devastating. I would have just walked off. I would have said, you yeah. know, you're right. You're absolutely you're, right. You're fucking I right. My, my every day my wife says why are you doing this i ask myself why am i doing this thank you megan you really helped me you know, the, the next month was going to really be hell for me you know i have to to go up to new hampshire um anyway you know what's, I, you know what's bad when eric and christian are tell with 71 people are saying what you're doing is pointless <laughs> Hey, 71 people is a big audience for me. I don't know what you're used to. Okay? No, no, it's it's about three times what I'm used to. So whenever <laughs> someone comes in here and and talks shit about the people watching this show, I'm like, hey, fuck, man. If it gets down to 30, then I'll worry. Yeah. Uh, well, if it gets down, it gets down to three, that's when I'll be upset. But uh, I, I love our WATB crowd. I think that they're the I most discerning audience in the Dabbleverse. No, yeah. Uh, so that was all we had from the debate. And you'll notice that uh, Ron DeSantis was missing from there. It was, you know, the same talking points, the same him looking awkward, all of that. But I do have a peach of a clip from his wife, Casey DeSantis, who, um, well, I think that this is called uh, electioneering or possibly uh, election interference. Let's see what she suggests. We're asking all of these moms and grandmoms to come from wherever it might be, North Carolina, South Carolina, and to descend upon the state of Iowa to be a part of the caucus, because you do not have to be a resident of Iowa to be able to participate in the caucus. So right. moms and grandmoms right. are going to be able to come right. and be a part and let their voice be heard in support of Ron. And um. You know, look, I'm, I I I didn't even minor in political science, uh, and honestly, to hear Casey DeSantis say that you don't have to be a resident of Ohio to participate in the Ohio caucus, that was uh, surprising. I was like, oh, that's great news. Everybody can go to uh, Iowa if they want to. Uh, and then it just something about it didn't seem right. So uh, I did take a look, and the Iowa GOP made sure uh, within minutes of that interview. Remember. You must be a legal resident of Iowa and the precinct you live in and bring photo ID to participate in the Iowa yeah. caucus. Yeah. So, so no, you can't descend on Iowa and just vote for whoever the hell you want. So, yeah, uh, that, that, yeah. I, it, it felt weird when she was saying it. And then she also said caucus instead of caucus. Yeah. And, and the whole thing was kind of a 
a mess. I can't believe that she said that, and he didn't even, like, react. He was standing there, you know, not doing anything. Which one do you think is more likely? He's terrified of his wife, or he had no idea she was wrong. But, or, by the way, both can be true. Both can absolutely be true. Um, uh, both. And he figured that no one's really listening anyway. And the only, no one's going to bring this back up. So wow. why he, even bother? He doesn't know the crack team that we have for who are these broadcasters. We hear all Ronnie. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, it was interesting earlier. You talked about how it looked like Vivek Ramaswamy just whipped it out. And that actually does set up our next clip, uh, uh, which uh, refers to uh, the fact that uh, Alex Jones is back on Twitter. It is called X now. And when you're talking about Alex Jones, you should probably call X. I feel like we might get a chance to visit uh, with some Alex stuff in the very near future, uh, Eric. But uh, they held one of those. Um, the Google spaces is what they are. So whatever they, whatever the hangouts are on Twitter, uh, whatever that is, uh, they did one of those and there's a number of people on there. Uh, I'm going uh, to go to the clip, but I want to pause it for a second. Cause I want you to see who's there. So, uh, Elon's there. Uh, Andrew Tate is there. Uh, and, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, bunch of other people. Uh, you might recognize some of them depending on uh, which conspiracies are your favorite. Uh, but, uh, that's, is, that's not really so much what the clip is about. Uh, is Andrew, sorry. I don't, I, is Andrew Tate. The MMA guy who is accused of raping a chick or some shit. He's uh, he's basically one of several people accused of, uh, you know, having he's basically accused of like R. Kelly level stuff, like having oh, a harem okay. that he holds prisoner. Uh, and they're all alleged. And, you know, I think when somebody flees the country and decides to live in Romania, there's usually nothing suspicious going on. So, okay, you know, free speech. you know what I'm saying, yeah. Eric? Okay, yeah, I remember. I do. It's coming back to me. I remember hearing about it. Some really yeah. sinister shit. And Dr. Scotty Jones points out that he's a kickboxer. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Vivek is on this call, and uh, you know what I say at the end of every episode. I say whatever the highest dollar amount super chat is, but I also always say every mic is a hot mic. And um, well, Vivek uh, doesn't think about it that way. So let's uh, see what happens during this. It's promoting an optimistic human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Okay, so you hear Alex Jones talking, uh-huh. and there is uh, there is a sound back there. It's almost like a waterfall. I'm not sure it's what that is. An optimistic human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Okay, gentlemen, I have to. Yeah, go. yeah. I, I just, I just want to be sort of uh, exactly. I want Elon. to be clear about Please. my position. I'm I'm super pro human, and I mean all humans. Uh, you know, humans in America, humans. So Alex Jones bringing us the news that we need uh, yes. as always, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, somebody, somebody's got their phone open and they're peeing in the bathroom. And, uh, uh <laughs> there's, there's more. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Vivek, Vivek, that's, that's your phone. Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek. <laughs> right, Go ahead, Elon. So uh, Vivek oh. will come back in a moment, but uh, to call him out, I mean, I think you could probably message him like, hey, Mamek, can you mute yourself? Well, gonna, if anybody's wondering who's taking a leak during this uh, conversation, it's Vivek Ramaswamy who wants to be president. And by the way, we're 32 seconds into this clip. He's got quite a stream. And if urinary stream is something that you consider when voting for president, okay, Vivek. Uh, okay. Now, what's interesting about this is, with that sound, 
I, I mean, if they didn't say it, I would. I don't think on my own I would have pieced together that he's taking a piss because it's all digital and weird sounding. Yeah. And plus, Elon's talking, and it's all he's always speaks retarded. You know, he can't. He can't even speak. Hey, every so, time he opens his mouth, it sounds like he's shitting. You know what I mean, Eric? Uh, uh, but no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> so yeah, he's always speaks in that weird type yeah. of style, and then yeah. Joel, oh, Vivek, well, you got your, Vivek's got his cock out. <laughs> We had him last week. He's like, go fuck yourself. Yes. You know? And and yeah, and and God, uh, Alex Jones is always going on about the lizard people. Uh, so uh, Vivek's going to come back before the clip ends. Um, sorry about that. So, um... <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. So uh, oh. tip of the hat to Elon. who's like, well, I hope you feel better. And he's like, oh, yeah, yes, <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> uh Oh, Christian, breaking news. Yes, we've found. The Andrew Tate Slappy. Uh oh, uh, we have uh, upset someone because we made a crack about Andrew Tate, kickboxer. Who is he? A kickboxer? Was that wrong? Is he not accused of terrible I mean, things? That's all we said. That's all we said. He's he's accused, and I was very clear, and I said allegedly. I yeah. I just I do wonder when somebody moves out of the country and uh, doesn't come back. That was a joke uh, too. Yeah, and, I so, mean, I was just. You know, I mean, look, maybe maybe Roman Polanski didn't do anything. I mean, he hasn't been in know. the United States for 46 years, no but idea. you know, he probably didn't do anything. Uh, but you know, I mean, look, we'd be stupid, but we'd be rich. That sounded stupid as soon as I said it. I'm oh, uh, you asshole. No, I know, I know. What, what an, an asshole you are. I was I wanting to make fun of him and you said no, this dumb fuck should, joke. No, that's all right. I deserve it. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I got nothing. I, li- I mean, uh, if we were bringing in hundreds in Super Chats, then I at least would have had a leg to stand on. <laughs> well, somebody who uh, is getting rich on TikTok, though, is uh, your buddy, George George Santos. And uh, you sent me this compilation, Eric. And oh. uh, I- there'll be more to share in weeks ahead. But well, uh, he's only got 30 left. He set the number of cameos that he's going to do. Yes, I think I said TikTok. Yes, uh, he set the number of cameos he's going to do. He's going to do thirty more. He did raise his price from like uh, like two fifty to five hundred, so it's going to cost you more. But uh, it would be money well spent. And uh, Eric, I, I don't think we need to say anything other than this is just a compilation of some of what you get from him on cameo, right? Yes, exactly. That's all it is. Is him just talking gay? There it is. That's all it is. Hey, token straight friends. I mean, I was a whole. <laughs> Oh, sorry. He Thanks opens with token straight friends. Hey, hey, token, hey straight token straight friends. I mean, I was a whole congressman up until last Friday. Could have just stopped by my office. Let's talk about Botox for a second. You can tell it works. I'm 35. Don't look at from rise to congressman to fallen diva, as they all say. <laughs> I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's oh, me. Shit. Love that your siblings call you the chaos child because that's how I'm known in my house. So we have that in common. Period. Keep slaying, queen. Mwah. How did this guy who usually has a butt full of dick win as a Republican? How, how did this happen? This is, <laughs> and they and they kicked this guy out? No! You just got rid of the fucking best, you assholes! Look, no. you said it. You said it about Chris Christie a minute ago. But uh, if uh, Spotify wants to have a subscriber oh. exclusive George Santos Chris Christie podcast, 
please sign me up. Uh, you, you can, you can just tell me how much money set your price and, uh, I will, I will deliver. I will pay it up. This is, this is a fucking talent. They have thrown the baby out with the bat. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what he did. Uh, so, bring him back immediately. You're saying they should have thrown out the other 534 members of Congress, but only kept George Santos. This is the only one who's done anything <laughs> worthy of anything. <laughs> Holy well, shit. he he is slaying Queen. You know, I mean, it's true. It's 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 oh, absolutely true. God damn it. We've got uh, one more politics clip. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're doing an interview, they say it's kind of like being a lawyer. Don't ask a question you don't already know the answer to. In this instance, Jesse Waters knows exactly what the answer is. He just wants to know if RFK Jr. is going to tell the truth. And to RFK Jr.'s credit, he absolutely tells the truth. But it's probably also like on the list of the one topic to please not ask him about. You weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it. <laughs> so there's a lot more to this clip, but <laughs> but you weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? I was on it two times. <laughs> um, it's it's tough to kind of come back from that, isn't it? Eric? No, yes. I mean, there's so much there. It's again, anytime this guy speaks, you're just waiting for you know his head to explode because of the way he sounds, and that's bad enough. But then he he's like, oh yeah, sure, I was on it. Well, yeah, of course, who, who hasn't been? But he tries to explain why. So I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna okay. give Arthur Junior a little bit more time. Uh, in 1993, and I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children. Okay, that's not helping. That's really not helping. You brought two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's playing I, with you, RFK I, Jr. I, I, Just I, listen I, to yourself talk. Have you? Have we ever found out if he's not well? I mean, that that's... The, yeah, I, that, I don't know what his condition is, but yeah, because he didn't used to sound like this. This um, is a death yeah. rattle. This man yeah. is going to be wishing for a headshot before you know it. I mean, this is this is not good. Yeah. Uh, and as as we listen to him try to explain why he brought some kids on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's plane, see how quickly they changed the Chiron, the on-screen graphic uh, here. To visit my mom over Easter. So it just says FBI my, lies my about Epstein's flight logs. Kind of oh, wow. But don't worry. They offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then, and then on another occasion, I flew again with my family with, I think, four of my children. And so he brought more kids the oh second time God. he got on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you bringing kids on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? Holy shit. You could you could do use that for an attack ad. You know, he took kids on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Yeah, I did. And his answer is, they're my kids. I'm like, that's worse. If, oh, God. If you brought some refugee kids on the plane, you know? Yeah, I mean, who cares about them? I mean, yeah. but your own kids, you fucking well, asshole. I'm sure he's not going to make it any worse, Eric. And yeah. um, and uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota, to go fossil hunting I, uh, for a weekend. And Okay, that's code for something, right? I mean, I think we can all guess what that's you know, trying to find bones that are hiding. Ah, <laughs> yes. What are you fucking doing? Get them. Get them. Oh, and, shit. And, uh, you know, 
Jesse Waters, he just did like one eyebrow raise uh, when he said, I was on the plane twice. And he's like, I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. And, uh, but other, otherwise, I was I was never on his jet alone. I, you know, I've been very open about this from the beginning. This was in 93, so it was 30 years ago. It was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, this was 30 years ago, back when you could still rape kids. You remember oh, that, no. that the time, right? No one had even suspected Jeffrey Epstein of raping kids at yeah. this point. No, no, because in, in I, 1993, kids always wanted it. That's the well, difference. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're, if I'm him, I mean, I think that that's actually reasonable. If I, I mean, there are, oh, yeah. if you, you know, but that's not, it doesn't matter at this point, all they're going to do is take the, the best, the best part. And that is he was on the plane with kids, his own kids to go fossil hunting. Yeah. Every, every what part of that sounds crazy going fossil hunting with Jeffrey Epstein what what, what sounds weird there I don't know I don't hear it well maybe it gets weird in a second uh, you know his nefarious issues and I agree with you that these all of this information okay so this is one minute and 15 seconds into the clip and for our audio audience it literally the on-screen Chiron just changed to RFK jr. I was on Epstein's plane uh, uh, twice. Oh, no. And uh, they realized that uh, whatever they thought that the breaking news was, uh, it's really this. This is right. the breaking news. It absolutely is. Had he begun with, well, the year was 1993. Had he started with that? Yeah. I mean, at least you're setting the table. They didn't hear that shit when you open with, oh, yeah, me and the kids were with Jeff. It was fucking great, man. We're going fossil hunting. And then the uh, last thing he says is it was 1993. No one, no one cares. No, no one yeah. gives a shit. So what an you, asshole. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to let you read this one from Eric. Count Connor has spent a fortune of almost $10. And this time writes, can't wait till he's on dancing with the tards. <laughs> And then oh we also had uh, someone point out that it is vocal cord paralysis. That's it. Thank you, Chad's know. missing upper fuck, lip. How the yeah. fuck does that even happen? I don't know. I mean, I guess if I had to talk to Cheryl Hines every day, that would probably happen to me too. But, uh, you I know. Don't know. Oh, well, uh, so what I think we learned from this is if we're, you know, we're on some group texts together, Eric. If we get a text from Carl, Cardiff Electric, and Tukey, and they want us to fly to a retreat for fossil hunting, we probably shouldn't go, right? No, no, that's code for to have sex with kids. That's what that's what they're saying. Oh, so we should definitely go. I'm sorry. I completely heard it wrong. All right, that's... That's my mistake. All right. Well, let's close the book on politics and uh, go over to everybody's other second favorite topic on this show. Who are these sportscasters? Home of the hourly triple play. I think a big part of our uh, sportscasters clips is uh, swear words that get on the air. And we've got a few in, in, in this week's collection. Usually they're from live on the court, on the sideline interviews, and you don't know they're coming, you know? Yes, uh, yes. That's usually what happens. What it is. Gonna I was going to say that I want everyone to, to really take a step back 
and because this is honestly some of the best stuff. It isn't because people say, well, I can't laugh at this because it's sports. It's like, idiot. It's an athlete on the mic saying something like, fuck you. That's it doesn't matter if it happens to be under in the context of sports. It's an athlete around the world saying, fuck you. That's the that's the point. So that's just that's absolutely the point. It's uh, you know, we don't show sports highlights. And yes, I know sometimes there's a highlight and the highlight is the way that somebody calls it. And sometimes it's somebody hits a home run while somebody's apologizing for calling San Francisco F word city. You know, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of like, you know, clips of the game sometimes factor in. But that's not really what this is about. All right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and and don't worry, we'll we'll get to a, a few different things. But what I was what I was saying is that for the most part, these are happening live on the field. Now, sometimes you bring up a package, and uh, Eric was kind enough to send this to me, uh, where it's been pre-recorded. So there's absolutely no excuse, right, Eric? There is. I don't know how this happened. How many hands get on this clip, cleaning it up, making sure yeah. it's concise, delivered for the hosts that are in the studio, and then this? What? I can't believe and, it. And this is from ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. This isn't going back to West Virginia's local sports announcer where, you know, it's probably an underpaid, overworked staff that, uh, you know, made a mistake. But uh, this is a pretty big mistake, I think, because it's not live. This is recorded. The game plan was simple and brutally efficient. Hit a motherfucker in the face over and over and over and over again until they quit. By the way, great advice. Hit a motherfucker in the face over and over and over again until they quit. Yeah, uh, he, so, yeah. He, he set it up. You heard the announcer. Back that up because you see the Eagles and you see the Cowboys and then it's it handed it off. This yeah. There's no way this wasn't intentional. Yeah, this is Demarcus Lawrence, and this is clearly edited. It looks great. It's it's well shot, but uh, then Demarcus gets the top. Hit a motherfucker in the face over and over and over and over again until they quit. And when they quit, hit them again and again and again and again. Okay, want to quickly apologize for some sound we aired a couple moments ago from that Cowboys piece. Some foul language was used, so I just want to say apologies for that on our behalf. Yeah, we're so sorry that uh, a a taped segment, uh, no one watched it before we put it on the air. <laughs> it, it's just too bad that he can't say. I know everyone who saw that thought that that was fantastic. Yeah, but, it's like this, this is the funniest thing that's happened on ESPN in a very long yeah, time. I mean, since, serious. since since Joe Namath told Susie Colbert he wanted to kiss her. You know, I mean, oh. this is way up there. Let's just hear it one more time for yeah. us, Eric. This is for us. Fuck in the face. Oh. Over. And All right. Well. Fuck in the face. No, you're just, fucking it up now. You get a motherfucker in the face. Over and over and over and over again. There we go. All right. Uh. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was special. I love that. And Dallas I, did it. And Dallas did beat the shit out of them. Yeah. And uh, look, I know I know we've uh, we've got some uh, Eagles fans uh, over in the chat watching this show. And I I know I know for a fact we've got some Giants fans. But uh, you know it it happens sometimes when you punch a motherfucker in the face over and over again, you are going to win the game. Yeah. Now. A moment ago, I was talking about how 
a lot of times we have audio that is on the field and the audio itself is not about the game. Uh, and in, in this instance, this is uh, Carl's buddy, Josh Allen. And uh, this clip, I saved it as Patrick Mahomes is a pussy. So uh, let's, uh, let's give a listen to why this clip. So this is after the game. The Chiefs lost the game. There's this moment. You can see he's giving Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes is giving Josh Allen a hug. And in this moment, congratulating him on his victory, Patrick Mahomes says this. Ten more seconds. Worst fucking call I've ever seen. Fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. Oh. And I want to go back to uh, Josh Allen in the beginning. This is like. Okay, bro. All right, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. See you around. See you around. Okay. See you around. Yeah. All oh, right. he can't you know. get out of there fast enough. Yeah, he's just like, oh, man. Why did I? Why did I think this was a good idea? Yeah. Uh, and look, it's uh, it, it is a. It's one of those things. that's a questionable call. I wasn't watching the game, seeing it after the fact. Seems like they got the call right, but I also don't care. You know. <laughs> Besides, yeah, fuck the Chiefs anyway. All these assholes do is make commercials and 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 uh, the the big guys fucking uh, olive oil, whatever the fucker name is, Taylor Swift. <laughs> fuck yeah. that shit. I don't. I am sick and tired of the goddamn Chiefs anyway. They're, and they look, are. They're the new Patriots. Fuck you. If you're gonna show Taylor Swift every time that uh, you know there's, I don't know, a, a punt return, anything. I want to see there was no footage of Taylor Swift when they made that call or, you know, and everybody was unhappy. I, I wanted to see her flipping shit over, but that's all right. We know what we think of uh, Taylor Swift, but yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes is a pussy and uh, it's kind of uh, kind of tough to uh, dispute that. Uh, so uh, uh, we've got a, we've got another clip. I believe you sent me this one, the, the Luca clip. Uh so Luca, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Don Kick, Doncic, Doncic. Yeah. So um, he's speaking his mind, but uh, then he's kind of reminded that this might not be a time. This is after an, an NHL game, of course. He realizes this might not be the time to to speak his mind. Well, you look happy. You guys are playing happy, and I know losing two games at home is disappointing. Sorry. So he's a basketball player. Yeah. You <laughs> you you said NHL guy, and, yeah. and there's there's a fucking no, bath. He's wearing a shirt that says Mavs. All right. Look. Here's what I'm doing. That's why pencils have erases. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm th- the. Look, the next clip is a is a hockey player. That's, I, all right. that's, that's my fine. excuse, but you're, you're right. absolutely right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, everybody's right. I should have known that he's on the Mavs. Yes, all he's right? being he's being interviewed by this cancer patient here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now this is uh, this is Tom Hanks in Act Three of Philadelphia. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you look happy. You guys are playing happy, and I know losing two games at home is disappointing. I imagine it's pretty important to come out here and get this win and get it in fifty point. That's re- that's resounding fashion. Yeah, uh, the point I said before the game, you know, we just can't fuck around and uh, we just, oh, shit. <laughs> Love it. You haven't been getting sleep. You haven't been getting sleep. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. But we- so the reason that I like the clip, and it's probably the same reason you like it, Eric, is he says we can't fuck around. Okay, that's good. But then he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He kept going, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus.
If the, if the guy doing the interview wasn't high on morphine for the pain, he would have pulled the mic away. Look, he just had his cocktail. It hadn't kicked in yet. The microphone is very heavy for uh, for him to hold up. All right. Oh. So the, the player I was thinking of was Tampa Bay Lightning goalie uh, Andre Valasevsky. Uh, he is unfortunately forced to carry on a conversation with some reporters after, well, something, something terrible happens. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't great feeling, uh, last game, but, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if he farted. I hope it's not him. It's funnier if it's one of the reporters who thought they could get away with it. I, I, you know, I can picture one of the other players in a locker room. Just he was, he's like on the other side, but he knows he's too far away. Echoey locker room. He he creeps over to the general area and just just a, and that's a nice. You can tell by the timbre that that's yeah. an athlete's fart. I mean, that's a that's a tight ass fart. There's, I mean. It, oh. If you and I farted, it would be flappity and would have that, oh. that, that wet sound. And it, would, it would clear the room, but this oh, yeah. is like, you know, this is somebody who doesn't, you know, doesn't eat processed food the way I do. No, but, uh, no. That was, if you put a trumpet up to that guy's asshole, you'd get a solid B sharp. <laughs> let's, let's hear it again. See, it wasn't great feeling uh, last game, but, um, <laughs> I mean, that is a healthy flatulence. You know, yes, I think that's that fair to a, say. That's a yeah. great fart. <laughs> oh, uh, look, some SBDs, they strike anytime, anywhere. And uh, we, we need to be careful. Oh, man. Uh, I, uh, I'm always hesitant to ask if uh, we need to get caught up on Super Chats because oftentimes the answer is no. But uh, let oh, me, let no, me I don't think so. Let me let me go over. Um no, the last one was can't wait till dancing with the tards. Yeah, that Everybody, was a good one. Everybody's yeah. like, ah, fuck them. Do something funny. What's so, what's the um what's the front runner right now? Would somebody had like a five dollar uh, chat? So that's that would be my sign off at the moment, right? Yeah, I, I don't recall it being anything of of real. It's magnitude. not going to get in, it's not going to get me into any trouble. No, with my, with, with my Chinese American wife. And her traditional parents. I'm sure there's nothing funny. Oh, yeah. So this is it. Yeah, this is Kelly Riddle. Sorry for the other week, Christian. I swear I thought Charlie Chaplin was German. I'll say that at the end of every show. There's there's yeah. nothing controversial there. You know, and I kind of like this because I think we're doing a good job of distancing ourselves from the pile of shits that are involved in all that podcast war. This is oh. a this is a more selective profound, intelligent, and less mean audience here. Outside of the cracks about Carl's teeth, uh, it's it's pretty much above board. I, we, I have, no one's done anything to actually compromise the show. Well, and I do believe that the cracks about Carl are only in there because you laugh so hard at them every single time. True. Know, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you may have heard the biggest story in the sports world is uh, – Shohei Otani is going to make a few bucks to play here in Los Angeles for the Dodgers. Uh, it's uh, it's mostly deferred. Uh, $700 million for 10 years. By the way, what could go wrong? Uh, that much money for that much time. Yeah, you know, it's not my money, Eric. It's not yours either, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's you know, not to get too sport into it. I yeah. Baseball 
is going to have to change that that rule because this is bullshit what he has just pulled off by deferring the money. And now the fucking Dodgers can sign all these players who are great. Yeah. And after taxes, Shoei Otani next year is probably going to make about $600,000. <laughs> well, before Shoei Otani signed with the Dodgers, somehow the rumor was that he was like going to, that he was on a plane to Toronto, which I don't know if he's, I mean, I guess he's been in the AL for all the, yeah. So he's had to have flown to Toronto to play the blue Jays at some point, but he's never willingly chosen to go to Toronto. And uh, I thought that uh, this was a funny plea from Jerry Hairston jr. This happened on uh, this was uh, uh, Sportsnet Los Angeles. He's one of the commentators and uh, he was just trying to urge Shohei Otani He's trying to tell you why it would be better to come to Los Angeles than Toronto. Uh, and I, I know that people on this network are uh, pretty down on Los Angeles, but um, it doesn't seem like um, too hard of a sell to get an athlete to come here. But Jerry Harrison feels like he should speak up. I've heard that their Toronto Blue Jays are involved. Great franchise. Oh, Canada. You'd have to listen to two national anthems up there, bro, that taxes would crush you. You're going to have a chance to make 500 or 600 million. We, it's, Canada's too cold, man. You're in your lovely Newport Beach home. You can commute if you want to stay there to Dodger Stadium every single night. The fan base here is electric. The stadium is always rocking. I guarantee you every single year, you're going to have a chance to play in the postseason, win a World Series, hopefully rings, plural. So, that in and of itself is like, wow. all right, so why'd you play that? So who cares? You know, it's not really that big a deal. Um, but then uh, some chubby guy on the air in Toronto uh, took exception. So okay. uh, he responded. So 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 that's the setup for this clip. You know what? Show you, Tani. I know you watch every day. And I appreciate you, man. You're, you're the greatest. But in terms of the person you just heard from, Jerry Harrison Jr., first off, he played for nine teams in 16 years. Nobody wanted him on their team. Played for the Dodgers for two years. I know as much about the Dodgers as Jerry Harrison Jr. Played for them for two years. He's an absolute joke. Let's talk taxes. Yeah, we got taxes up in Canada, but California has the fifth highest taxes out of any state in America. Oh, you want to buy a place close to Dodger Stadium? Worst traffic in the world is in Los Angeles. Even if you're 10 kilometers away, it's still going to take you eight hours to get to work every day. Weather? Yeah, it's cold in Canada a little bit. You know what? Also, snow's in California last time I checked. And based on what Hollywood has told me... Sorry, I'm going to have to uh, pause this uh, this guy for a moment. Uh, it doesn't snow in Los Angeles. No. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like it's important to point out, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's, he's making some points. They're mostly half-hearted. Yes, the traffic is bad, but no one... Yeah, I no mean, one who maybe, plays for the Dodgers lives near Dodger Stadium. I just uh, may, thought I should point that out. Maybe one snowfall at 7,000 feet, but yeah. definitely not. You might get a 50-degree day here yeah. and there once in a but, while. But not in Los Angeles. It, yeah. it doesn't snow. And uh, by the way, for our visual audience, uh, it has the uh, the temperature on the bottom of the screen. It's one degree. And I know that's Celsius, but whatever that is, it's just – this is in November. This is how cold. I guess it's early December, whatever. So this is how cold it is. A great Toronto. earthquake is coming at any point. I mean, they've been and saying you don't want to be around any part of Los Angeles when that happens. Oh, we're going to talk about rings. We're going to talk about titles. Okay, since 1992, who's won more titles, the Jays or the Dodgers? Anyone want to answer that here? Jays. 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 
Yeah. So uh, the, uh, you know, the, and uh, by the way, not a Dodger fan at all. I'm a Mets fan for people who know. Uh, yeah. So the Blue Jays win those World Series in 92, 93. And he's like, well, you should clearly come here because, uh, because Joe Carter's wow. still on the team. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, it was yeah. a good bit for them. And, you know, you got to appeal to the home folks. And Canada, they, those people don't even have anything to fucking live for. So this is obviously a big, a big deal to them. Sorry if you're yeah. Canadian. Uh, yeah, uh, Canadian or uh, as it's sometimes called on this network, uh, Minnesotan. Uh, oh my gosh, we have a great w- uh, winning uh, super chat at the moment. Uh, go ahead and say what Steve has yeah, to say. Yeah, how there. about that? With the old FKB, which I think means fuck Kevin Brennan. Is that right? It does. And I mean, every everybody... time it comes up on the show, I'm reminded I keep meaning to ask Cardiff for the by Brennan drop, but I don't oh. have it. So is everybody still mad at him? Is he, has he done anything wrong? I again? mean, he, he tried to uh, get stuttering John to not do Carl's show. That okay. That was a while ago him. though. It's a while ago, but you know, um, he, uh, I, uh, I mentioned earlier that I made my first appearance on point dabble point this week. I also made my first appearance on misery loves company because he was snipe streaming. Uh, oh, okay. point, dabble point. So I it was a twofer for me. <laughs> I, I fucking like him. I, I like what I, he does. I think he's I, very funny. I think he's very funny. And I think he definitely knows how to stir up the shit, obviously like anybody else. Uh, and he knows that when a show is tanking, he needs to send Tukey the link. You know what I mean? So he, he knows what to do. So this isn't, we didn't, this just came in my head. Well, he got in big trouble. I got pissed off at him when he was, he laughed because Matthew Perry drowned Matthew Perry. in a hot tub. Yeah. And then you now he said something, but I, it, I think it's valid. Why didn't he just stand up? And I, yeah. what happened there? Now we still don't know how that yeah. guy fucking died. Cause somebody but, responded to him was like, why is it funny that he drowned in a hot tub? He's like, because it's a hot tub. Why didn't he stand up? And look, that's that logic. Yeah. You, it cannot be refuted. How do, how do you, how do you argue with that fucking logic? All you do is stand up. Ironclad logic from, uh, from KB, but uh, I, look, I'm, I'm still uh team FKB. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, that's, if, if that's the way it is, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't pay attention to any of this shit and it's no. supposed to be that way. I don't pay attention to all these retarded wars that all these assholes are in because I'm so much better than all these people. Oh yeah. Myself included, by the way, <laughs> we, we, we know how you feel. Uh, I'm going to put a very quick button on the uh, Jerry Harrison jr. Saga, because uh, this is a video where he's uh, enjoying a uh, cocktail in his office. Uh, notice how he's showing off his Emmy, but he doesn't have any uh, World Series rings to show oh, okay. off. He's got an Emmy, okay. so there's that. But he's enjoying a cocktail, and then he uh, just wants to speak out. To all of Canada, I think it is incredible the love you have shown for your beloved Blue Jays. Awesome. To the gentleman who tried to make this personal, it's Shohei. Not showy, Shohei. One love. So not only are you an idiot, you're stupid, I guess is what he's trying to say to the to the guy we showed from Canada. Why the fuck, why the fuck does he give a shit? He's from Des Moines. <laughs> why the fuck does he care so much about Canada, you asshole? Uh look, there's there's good questions and then there's uh there's great questions. Uh, sort of a late addition to uh, what I wanted to make sure to get on their show today and uh, something that I know that um, 
that uh, our friend Eric, Count Eric Connor in the chat is excited to see on here. Are you familiar with Tommy Cutlet of the uh, New York Giants and how he's uh, caught I am. on? So he I, is I actually uh, know I actually know quite a bit about him. He lives with his mom and his dad. He grew up in Jersey, unrestricted, I should say unsigned free agent. Correct. Uh, just kind of walked onto the team a la unbreakable style. Uh and 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 is leading the Giants to victories. And uh, he's known as Tommy Cutlet because uh, when he talked about living at home, he talked about all of the the great Italian cooking that his uh, mom provides him. And, uh, you know, if, if uh, it, it just means that, you know, he has to, you know, I don't know what, get a hotel room to, to bang all the strange that he gets, you know, he's out on the road half the time. It's fine. Tommy Cutlet does fine. But so that's why he's known as Tommy Cutlet. But they were on Monday night football last night and uh, beat the Packers. And uh, there was a lot of focus on Tommy Cutlet's agent. Sean Stellato is uh, this gentleman's <laughs> name. It's really his name. I don't necessarily have to play the clip because you can see him right there. But, uh, it, you know, he's uh, he's definitely dressed like a member of the Corleone family. But uh, right. so this is in the pregame uh, and a little commentary about Tommy Cutlet's agent. That's his agent. That's Tommy DeVito's agent. As a guy who had an Italian grandpa from Brooklyn, I get it. That's a handsome, handsome look right there. Tommy DeVito under the bright lights of Monday Night Football trying to get the Giants their fifth victory. Oh, yeah. God. So he's a, he's a handsome gentleman. And uh, it's just it's fascinating to hear anybody with the last name DeVito having any kind of success. So I think that that's probably why people yes. get excited about this story. That must have something to do with it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, look, you can't argue with the simple statement eric it's a look right <laughs> it's 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 a look and i i i it, it needs to be praised when you get a couple yeah. of italians from jersey uh and the dude somehow making it on the fucking giants on monday night football yeah. winning football games with a guy who looks according to dr scotty jones like a member of morris day in the time uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking fantastic uh well, uh, he caught the attention of uh, Peyton and Eli Manning from the Manning cast, the alternate broadcast of Monday Night Football. And uh, let's uh, see what they had to say about it. Look at DeVito. Who is this guy he's talking to? Okay, look, whatever you need, I got you. I'll take care of it. All right. Wow. Yes. Come on, Peyton. That's, that's his agent. Of course, that's his agent. Come on, yeah. Tommy DeVito's agent. Somebody's in Eli's ear. What's in the yep. bag? What's yep. in the bag? I wonder what's in the bag. Some Ahead. cutlets. Some cutlets for later. You know, it looks like mom. It's like it looks like Johnny Fontaine from The Godfather. Oh, okay. Okay. So you and know, this, look, that's not why we like them. It's not. It's not for their yeah. banter and their and their comedic timing. All right. No, it's always so awkward because Eli is such a straight shooter. He's always like, "Come yeah. on, Pay. Come on, Pay." He's trying to. He's trying to bring it all back. Peyton wants to be, you know, the wild and crazy morning guy. Yeah. And uh, and, and Eli's kind of like the straight guy. While well, we got this cool. mob hitman who's an agent for an NFL quarterback. And then the worst thing that ever happened to Peyton Manning was uh, having him on SNL because it convinced him that he was funny. And uh, he is not, by the way. <laughs> I think it's, it's important to note. Uh, but even on the main broadcast, uh, even uh, even Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman, uh, they they had to notice uh, Sean Stellato. Turnover by Keyshawn Nixon. Here he is next to the family section. 
and his agent. This guy, the agent may break the internet. What the heck's going on? A lot of... Somebody commented on this clip. A lot of alpha males in this clip. He's got three dudes kissing each other on the cheek. What an ugly pack of people. By Keyshawn Nixon. Well, I mean, the entire stadium. I mean, yeah, everybody in that shot. Everyone, look, look, look at the guy with the uh, the fucking Yankees uh, snow cap or winter cap there. Look at him. You know, he's fucking killed kids. Look at him. Holy shit. Wow. You think, you think he's ever gone fossil hunting? Is that what you're saying? Oh, such so, some of the worst people on the planet are in that stadium at that moment. What a bunch of animals. Yeah, the oh. the only way that the people in that stadium could have been worse is if it had been a Jets game instead of just a Giants game. That's the the only way it uh, could have been worse. Oh, Doctor Scotty John, Jones for, seems to yes. know who that is. Two for two, Doctor Scotty Jones says, uh, "Looks like Muhammad Ata." <laughs> Jesus, Doctor oh, Scotty Jones. I uh, I feel like he gets more non-super chats read on this show than than anybody else you know oh it's great it's fucking yeah well the uh the tommy cutlet story uh is a fun one and uh i enjoyed it uh right up until this moment where i saw this on twitter uh last night uh someone we don't talk about on this show raving about how tommy devito equals rocky so now I don't like him. Now, now I'm just like, oh, what a douche. You yeah, know, so. really. He has to wreck everything, doesn't he? He really does. We're having, we having so much fun now. He has about so that. much fun. Sean Stellato's kissing his dad. His dad's kissing a total stranger, yeah. at least I assume. Yeah. That's all right. The, the, the clock is ticking. You know, I can see it. The end is near. Uh, for uh, for Tommy Cutlet, sure. <laughs> Well, yeah, but John too. I mean, there, there's gonna a day's gonna come when John's not gonna ruin shit because he's gonna be on a, a fucking ventilator. But uh, for those of us who enjoy the content and sometimes participate in it, we hope that day is not soon. Uh, not as a, a human with a soul. No, 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 no. Just because of the content. You see what I'm saying, Eric? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll, we, just, uh, we'll just have to go back and start over. Start from the very beginning. Do it all again, you know? Yeah, exactly. We, uh, we've had, we've featured some Stephen A. Smith on this show. And uh, my memory is that you're not particularly a fan. Is that accurate? No, I don't, I don't, I don't mind him. I don't mind him. Okay. I think he, I think he's pretty polarizing, which I always uh, love that. I love when you have a polarizing figure. Yeah. So this is, uh, Stephen A. Smith in his element uh, calling out Zion Williams of the Pelicans, which is an NBA team. That much I know. And uh, is, isn't it Zion Williamson? Yeah. So I got the name wrong. I got the fucking league right. All right. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I got to no, look I'm pretty it up. sure you're, I'm pretty sure you're, right. <laughs> uh, but now Zion made some news when he announced that he was having a baby and then his uh, porn star side piece said, oh, that's really interesting. Then why have you been fucking me for all this time? So I thought that maybe that was the end of the story for him. That's months ago. That's like last summer. I don't know exactly when that was. That's how I knew who he was. Clearly not getting his name right. But, um, well, our buddy Stephen A. noticed something else about him in watching a game. And as Stephen A. Smith so often does, he's just trying to help. This is a little bit of a long clip, but uh, I, I, I think uh, Steven makes it worth our while. He looks fat. My brother. 
You've been in the news for some other stuff. Your proclivities and who you want to mess with and all that other stuff is your damn business. We ain't got to get into all of that, but this is necessary. Zion Williamson went to the free throw line the other day en route while LeBron James had dropped 30 in three quarters and it completely dominated and looked in peak physical condition and looked like an absolute stud and superstar and marquee. Zion Williamson, who's more than 15 years younger, but 40 pounds heavier, <laughs> went to the free throw line. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw a belly. <laughs> a belly. Like when he took a deep breath, his belly bounced. That kind of belly. Oh, my God. I mean, damn. Damn. What's up, Zion? It better not you got your ass kicked, losing by 44 points in a, in a sem- playing semifinals. Did nothing to lead and galvanize your team. Did nothing to show the man child that you are and to take over. Oh. But you look like you showed up to the game having just ate a buffet. Oh, no. Fuck not man. something from the buffet. I said the buffet. Oh like God. you ate the damn table. <laughs> it didn't surprise. I wasn't going to touch on this because I was embarrassed for him. Oh. But the Sports Illustrated wrote about it. And the, the New Orleans Times Pecune local newspaper wrote about it. So it's public information. He's fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get him. Oh, you uh, see, this is an example. We might have the pendulum swinging back. Remember before, you can't say shit about anyone. Yeah. You can't. But this motherfucker is saying, fuck you, and talking about how fat that fuck is. And and I'm here for it. I'm Team oh, Stephen yeah. A. You, we should be able to tell people like that that they're fat as shit. That's fantastic. I mean, if I, and, and if I'm Zion, I'm saying thank you. Because yeah. not, I mean, get, he's going to, that would motivate me, man. I would be, oh, God damn it. I would be so pissed off at myself for being the butt of his joke. Jesus. Well, he probably also realizes like, oh, yeah, no porn stars have slid into my DMs in kind of a long time. I right. wonder, right. wonder what changed. <laughs> we should have that type of uh, attack on Carl for his teeth. Well, I, <laughs> Eric, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Come I'm on. laughing because I'm laughing because I remember the uh, piranha clip we showed last week. <laughs> you know how many people said it reminded them of someone. But that's Sorry, Carl. That's not nice. That's I not only nice. joke. I only joke because everybody else jokes. They made me do yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Stephen A. Smith told you it was okay yeah. to make fun of Carl's teeth. And uh, yeah, I um, I did not have that clip when I walked up the woke up this morning, and then somebody sent it to me. And I'm like, oh, oh my god, I love every minute of that. Thank you. Uh, we are sense. almost done with the show, but it is time for our moments in broadcasting history, our Hall of Fame.
And uh, this is uh, the definition of uh, <laughs> an oldie but a goodie. And uh, Carl popped up and said, ouch. See, Aww. the one time you pressure me into making fun of Carl, that's when he's paying attention. Uh, he, you do it all that. the time. Yeah, no more ouch shit. That's bullshit. I, I've told you before that your teeth look fine. Well, that, I mean, look, that is the fact. Now, his frosted tips, on the other hand, those are offensive. His teeth are fine. I don't know why he thought he should get frosted tips. That's really what the problem is with Carl. Okay. Wait, I saw a $20 super chat. You can't brush that away. Yeah, Average Cracker says, hell with that smile-talking son of a bitch, Carla. His bullying of a beloved A-lister has gone too far. His bullying of a beloved A-lister has gone too far. That's an inside joke that I don't get, but some of you do. Well, the beloved A-lister is, of course, uh, former call screener for the Howard Stern show, Stuttering John Melendez, whose name we don't mention on this show. But uh, I did need to explain it to you. And that is exactly what we're looking for. If you're not going to get me in trouble with my wife, my Chinese-American wife and her traditional Chinese-American family, get me in trouble with our boss, Carla. All right. Okay. So, yep. you know, just pick somebody that can get that, uh, that I get a talking to from. All right. Fair enough. So we're going to wind up the show here with uh, some uh, two hall of fame clips. And I have two questions. There's two possible theories for this clip. Was Santa celebrating a little too early or does Santa perhaps not know how to read? So Santa is uh, cutting a, a live promo. I believe this is from 1984. Uh, CBS affiliate, uh, a little bit north of here in San Luis Obispo. Merry Christmas from KOY TV. Okay, we have to do it before he Merry Christmas from KOY. No, there I go again. What's the C in there? Where'd that come in? KCOY. Merry Christmas from KOCY. I bound to get that in the wrong place. Okay, you ready? Let's look at it. Ready? Maybe we'll just change the call letter. Might be good. Yeah. Wow. So he's fucked up. That's what that is. You can uh, you can hear the ice rattling around in Santa's glass. Oh, I think uh, between the sticks, and yes, the station was KCOY, not uh, KOY. That is great. Uh, it's not enough letters, but uh, uh, sorry, uh, Santa. But our our final clip for the show today, our other entrance uh, on the Hall of Fame, is um, somebody trying to be a good Samaritan, but. I guess the easiest explanation is that they're too stupid to be a good Samaritan. And uh, the local news team is uh, kind of caught off guard by uh, how stupid this guy is. A family's Christmas decorations nearly caused one man a heart attack. This is a ring doorbell camera. He's moving the ladder. Can you reach it? The man in Austin, Texas, thought... This dummy was a real person. <laughs> Nest Cam video shows the man rush over, grab a ladder, and call for help. He even called Aww. 911. The family, and the family put up the dummy to pay homage to a, a, a Christmas scene from uh, from a movie right there. The Griswolds, you right? You know, Christmas vacation. Oh, wow. And uh, they are trying to find the man to give him a gift because they say it's... <laughs> 
his heart was in the right place. Now, he felt it. Oh, no. He, felt it. he, said, he, said, he said, can you reach it? Can you reach it? It's got to be a good Samaritan there. It's making me cry. My goodness. You want him around if you were stuck on the roof one day. Jesus. Can you reach it? Yeah. All right. Well, so it, we it's are bad enough that it happened to that guy like in the video. But then the fact nice that and warm spring Frank like Blankenship is uh, on the local news making fun of him. Jesus you know. Christ. Yeah, that was rough. If they would have shown the rest of the footage, he'd have been shot with the homeowner saying, get out of our neighborhood. <laughs> well, yeah, he did look like somebody who might uh, who might uh, get shot. I mean, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, that is our show uh, for this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week. We'll be back every Tuesday, by the way. We're not taking any time off uh, for no. any uh, bullshit holiday excuses. Uh, you know, we don't need Boxing Day off. We don't need the day after New Year's Day uh, to come off. So please leave us a review wherever you review podcasts. You can also leave us a voicemail. Go to whoarethese.com. You'll find the phone number. And please say that your call is for WATB. And uh, while you're there, sign up for Carl's Patreon. Get all the great bonus episodes. It wasn't a bonus episode, but the emergency episode yesterday uh, is uh, some of the some of the most enjoyable times in my life. I, I messaged both Carl and Cardiff and told them that uh, it was uh, possibly exceeding the birth of both of my children. Wow! The wedding day and almost uh, the Mets winning the World Series when I was ten. Uh, there's just an amazing revelation uh, during that uh, that uh, bonus emergency episode. And Eric, I want to let you get to your plugs, but uh, I enjoyed a uh, bonus emergency episode you did. I heard your Who Are These Free Bears? Free Beers. And um, when you and I first did a show together, we did an episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And I said that uh, I love the way you come at things when you have an agenda. Uh, so your history with Free Beer and Hot Wings, uh, one, gave yeah. you the frame of reference you could relate to someone in that clip but then uh -huh. also you just you know maybe don't like some of the people involved oh no but no. i really yeah. enjoyed that they really set up that poor girl who was just like yeah, yeah he didn't say amelia Earhart. you know it was, it that was simple. ugly it was ugly i'm glad you brought that up thank you so much for that because uh it sure felt good on my end you know yeah. i'm the jilted lover <laughs> fuck you fuck you and no. look people who like the the dabble verse the watp verse watb we all love in studio tension whether you grew up on howard or ona or both you love when people are uncomfortable in the studio and uh just she was in the right but then oh, i guess you're all butthurt about this oh, oh yeah oh, <laughs> it I, was i absolutely it was love it so Thank where do you, people buddy. go to find content like that eric uh, well, you know, I'm found everywhere You that you download shows. Eric Zane Show podcast is available. I do the show five days a week. It's live every day on Twitch at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And then that audio becomes the audio podcast. So uh, I also have a Patreon. If you get to the free show that I mentioned, you'll definitely hear about the Patreon. But uh, it's kind of all a big pile of content that I put out there and hopefully You'll enjoy it. And uh, my podcast, The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. We had a huge episode about the final KISS concerts at Madison Square Garden. I chatted with my friend Rich Kosak, who's in a KISS tribute band called Mr. Speed. He was in attendance at those shows. And uh, I guess when you reach out to the KISS army, uh, you know, 
1,500 people decide they need to watch in the first couple days. So uh, I appreciate that. And of course, I salute the WATP Army for uh, always being so supportive. And I've got a special live episode happening tomorrow at noon Eastern. I'll be talking about the horror classic Silent Night, Deadly Night. And I'll be joined by the Dabble versus own Carlos Danger, the insufferable All right. himself. So check that out. But for now, it's time to be moving on. So uh, let's get uh, my winning super chat. Uh, thank you to everybody who participated and enjoyed the show. I, I think uh, whether more people are watching us than chat or not, I don't think it matters. I just want to remind you and Vivek Ramaswamy that every mic is a hot mic, but hell with that smile-talking son of a bitch Carla. His bullying of a beloved A-lister has gone on too far. His beloved bullying of a beloved A-lister has gone too far. You kind of fucked it 